jargon and hubs with the 1220 snubs the podcast that only the informed power alley listeners choose worst we've ever seen you're kidding me no first as in in the history of numbers yeah that's lower than i thought Hey everybody, welcome to Jargon and Hubs and the 1220 Snubs. I'm Jimmy Johnson and I'm so glad to be back. I've been trying to get this podcast relaunched for a long time now, but my buddy Eric, he's been so busy. Eric, also known as Hubs, has been so busy. He's got twin daughters. He just hasn't been able to uh, get this going again, so I've decided to grab some subs. So no longer do I have my hub, I have my subs. And my first sub is with me today. His name is Sam Marsnick. Sam? Why don't you take the time to say hello and introduce yourself to everybody in the Jargon and Hubs crew? Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, first, yeah, I'm thrilled to be part of this. I've been looking for an opportunity to talk baseball. Anytime I get behind a mic, I'm excited about it. And obviously, you and I know each other for a few years now. We can get into it in the group chat sometimes, so it's always good stuff. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I've been covering baseball minor leagues for eight years now. It's part of my job, so I like to think I know a little bit about baseball, but who really knows everything about baseball? So, we'll, yeah, we'll no, anytime see. I get to talk about baseball, I'm up for it. Yeah, we'll get to see if you know a little bit more than Eric. Now, you, Eric, and I, we're all in the same uh, fantasy baseball league. The other sub that we will have come in, maybe the three of us will be going. Maybe it'll just be him. Maybe it'll just be you and I. We'll see. Uh, Jim Vaughn, he'll be here as well. So, we're all in the same fantasy baseball league. We all love baseball, and we're looking forward to keeping this podcast going now this podcast will remain the same now i don't know do you i didn't even ask you heading into this i just gave you all the topics to say go do you do you even listen to mlb radio do you have the opportunity to listen to power alley or i listen to it on my way into work and then i arrive before they really get into the meat of it that's the unfortunate part for me is uh going in kind of middle of the day working later at night i get cut off from a lot of those things i'm not already set up but uh yeah, no, I'm familiar with the show, so excited to get uh, jumping. I could think I could speak for Mike Farron and Jim Duquette. You're you're not missing much from Power Alley. Don't worry, you're not missing much. So, uh, here we go. We got we got five snubs from last week. We're just gonna dive right into it. And since uh, I mentioned Eric can't be here because he's a dad, and you and I are both dads, let's start with a topic that revolves around a dad at number five. five. There's five, sir. That's five. Yes, sir. Number five. Number five. Fox Maverick on alert five. Coming in at number five this week was one of the first snubs of the week was Brandon Crawford's son, Braxton. Uh, there's a video of him hitting a home run off his dad. And, man, he, he really wailed this ball. If you check it out, go online. You can check out the video. He, he really hit it. And, actually, I found more video of him hitting, hitting you know, just with his great swing. There's this um, – He's hitting it off a tee that has water, like that's shooting the ball up in the air, and the ball's like hovering on water. One, I've never seen this device before, and I need to get this for my kids, but that's just beside the point. Let's talk about Braxton and his swing here. That was pretty incredible. What did you think of that swing? Uh, I, I, it was it was great, and speaking on that tee, I mean, I, I have a two-year-old who had Little League for the first time this fall, which was just a nightmare because it's not Little League. It's me chasing him around the field with 20 other dads saying, no, 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 run the bases. But with that came a lot of T research. And I feel like I'm jumping into the swings already. I feel like everybody wants that sweet lefty swing. I've been trying to get my son Ben to be left-handed. I don't think he is, but I'm trying to push him that way. So that sweet left-handed swing is something I've been obsessed with. So to see Crawford go up there, cut, and looked just like his dad was really, really cool. 
Yeah, that's the best part about this. His batting stance is like spot on and it's actually going to go really well with what you're just saying. I was going to ask you about like a batting stance that you had as a kid. But first, like the, as a kid, like the batting stance that I emulated was Lenny Dykstra. I loved his batting stance and I'm a righty. So I actually learned to hit left handed and I'm actually a better hitter. Now, I never played like any really real. I just played street ball, but my best hits came left handed. I was actually better hitting left handed, but I would get down in that crouch like Lenny Dykstra. I was the dude. I'd even like fill, fill up my mouth with a bunch of double bubble because, you know, that was the closest thing as a, uh, you know, 10 year old you can get to having chew in your mouth. So, I mean, I would even have that going when I was at the plate playing street ball, but Lenny Dykstra was my batting stance and that's how I learned how to hit left handed. So uh, maybe that's your uh, ticket. You need Lenny Dykstra in your life. I, no, I knew nobody's I knew. ever said that, by the way. <laughs> I, I knew we would get along because I, too, natural right-handed bat, but obsessed with left-handed swings. I grew up in the 90s. Ken Griffey Jr. was the sweetest swing on planet Earth. And second was Sean Green. So all lefty all the time for me. Just like you, you get the high hands for Griffey, you get the swagger going, and it's just smooth. Now, if you try to do it from the right-handed side, you look terrible. You can't hit. You can't hit. It's just it didn't work. It only works left-handed. But I played a little, little, little travel ball, a little bit like that. So like, if you were in the box, you had to focus up. But wiffle ball, anything like that, I was going Ken Griffey Jr. all day long. So I remember this brings up. I didn't even think of this. This isn't even in my rundown. But uh, I remember in high school. We would play like wiffle ball indoors in the gym, like an arena, basically arena, or place basically like playing at the Trop, you know. Uh, but we would we would play there, and I hit a home run right-handed to, to start out, and nobody knew that I also hit left-handed. And so I jokingly went to the left side of the plate, and everyone like dogged me, and I just like I pulled the Babe Ruth, I pointed right to the wall, and I hit one of the best shots ever. And it was, I mean, it's wiffle ball, but nevertheless, it was a towering fly, and it went out, and I was like, so I hit from I hit homers from both sides of the plate that day in gym class i was a hero it was great but yeah oh yeah gym gym class heroes the band it, the actual <laughs> thing you can't go wrong but i hear you dogging it you, you, people don't expect you to go switch hit at that level in that setting uh, kudos to you for pulling it off now i have to, the one thing i do want to jump into with this topic so we've seen braxton swing now i'm sure you've seen charlie freeman's swing so uh i have to ask you as an avid uh, fantasy baseball player who are you drafting in uh, 2035, Charlie Freeman or Braxton Crawford? I'm going off book. Crew Harper, obsessed with his swing. He is <laughs> only two. It, it, it's, it's his dad's swing. It, it's it's so it's so cool. I mean, we're seeing it in the majors right now with Vlad, Bichette, all these next generation. You're kind of writing in 18, 20 years from now. All right. Oh yeah. No, this is just gonna be a thing. We're gonna get we're gonna get Vlad the third in yes, 25 exactly. years. In a couple of years, you and I are going to be at a baseball game. We're going to spin around. We're going to take a selfie, and right behind us are going to be all these kids that we just were like, they were just five years old not too long ago. And while we're talking about selfies, let's move on to number four. Four! Wait, you don't think I can remember four numbers? I didn't want salmon! I said it four times! Coming in at number four this week is the sinking car selfie. Uh, this happened in Ontario on Sunday last week. A woman was driving her car a little too fast on the river, and we'll get into that on driving on ice rivers. But nevertheless, the story, she driving too fast, got to a point where she uh, got to the where the ice wasn't thick enough. Car started to sink. She gets out, gets on the roof, and as she, before she's getting rescued, she goes ahead, 
and uh, takes a selfie here on the Rydell River. Rideau River, we're not sure. We don't have Eric here. This is where not having my Canadian counterpart, he would uh, let me know, and now he's going to yell at me for try, you know messing that up. But nevertheless, uh, her car went to the river. She took a selfie, and she got rescued. Uh, what is wrong with people when they're out there with their phones just taking selfies in emergency situations? Get, save yourself. What are you doing? You're going to want to remember it, though. Let's be honest. If you, You're pretty far into the river. You're making the best out of a situation. You're going to tag it. You're going to get a million likes. You're going to get a million shares. So you might as well cash in a little bit because you need that cash for a new car. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Now, I'm very confused by – I was very confused when I saw this. I'm like, what are you doing driving on a frozen river? And obviously, knowing I don't watch a lot of TV outside of baseball and sports, but having heard the show Ice – uh, ice road truckers is that what it is yep. yeah so I, I was like okay so i guess that's a thing so i went and researched i did not know like how much like so in the northern states in canada there's areas where it's just like commonplace like oh in the winter this just becomes a road and people drive over it and i don't feel comfortable i don't care how thick that ice is i'm not sure i'm too comfortable with that i was looking this up so you there's like the do's and do nots of it and it's like well you got to make sure the ice is thick enough and one like just find a road. Like, I don't need to go, like, make sure my road's thick enough. So you got to make sure the ice is thick enough. You want to stay on the trail because if you don't go to the sides, you could run into situations where the current is running through, and then you hit shell ice. And I found out about shell ice. That's where it looks like it's the ice that you drive over. You're going to have but, <laughs> but below shell ice, it's just a thin layer, and then the river's going through it. And if you fall into that, you're pretty much a goner. So, like, these just seem like risks that you don't need to take. Like, I, I would love to skydive, but I'm not going to skydive because... That's a risk I don't need to take. I'm not going to drive on ice that has water, like a river underneath. So I'm going to just put that out there. I'm never doing this. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be right there with you on a normal road watching people on the ice river road. I, I have zero interest. I have zero trust. <laughs> I, I know me. I have been in enough car jams that I don't need I, it's basically a sinkhole. Like uh, just yeah. anytime. Yeah, sure. Opens up. I no interest in that. Yeah, and I've seen enough scary movies, like not, well, not scary movies, but scary when they're on the ice and you just see that and the crack comes in and it's like, uh-oh, they're in trouble. And then they got to like speed really fast. I mean, like, I guess Polar Express, my kids have been watching that, the trains on that, like those situations, like, let's just not put ourselves in these situations. But nevertheless, this lady said that she would do it again. <laughs> she had so much fun, she would do it again. Yeah, she did look like she was having a great time. She didn't look stressed at all, so more power to her just she's enjoying it living her life i'd be a combination of scared furious at myself not enjoying the moment at all but she was taking a selfie and hey well if you, uh, we could also be scared about our next topic at number three we've got some monster cards let's get into that because i am good at three things those are three pretty good things <laughs> hey well that last one's pretty cool what was the third one now, I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one going to be, huh? Coming in at number three this week, we have Monster Cards, and this is really cool. We have Alex Party, who are Party, again. Oh, maybe I need Eric every every week just to help me out with uh, pronunciations. But Alex Party, uh, pardon me if I'm screwing up your name, but he partnered with Tops to create these Monster Cards, which are really cool in itself. I remember collecting cards as a kid and being very happy to get the big heads. Uh, I'd be really excited to get one of these. There's several, so go check it out. Just Google uh, monster cards and baseball will come right up and you'll be able to check out the slideshow with all of these. Uh, now there's a lot of them. I'm going to list 
my favorites right here. My, my number one favorite out of this was Randy Johnson. Now, it's not so much that Randy Johnson was made into a monster, but the ball that he's throwing had teeth. And then there's the bird in the background, and we all know about Randy Johnson and the bird. So to me, that one's my favorite because it had the comedy with it. And then my second favorite has to be uh, Cal Ripken. Now, I grew up a Cal Ripken fan. I collected his cards, so I would love this card to go with my collection. It's got him with the iron jaw because he's the Iron Man. So uh, those were my two favorite, and there were some others. But I'll throw it over to you, Sam. What were your favorites out of this group? Well, my, my, my top favorite was... Tatis and not just because he was made into the predator which I love the predator but because you got a double card normal predator but also the thermal vision with how the predators see that one was huge I loved the old school A's that we also got Ricky Henderson Raleigh fingers not uh, if, if I was making a list those are two guys I love well, I'm not sure if I would pick them out to be monsters but what they what he did with both of them were great just Raleigh fingers the mustache on point little bit of a skeleton look and that one was just one of my top favorites of what he did and now i gotta ask you who was missing from your list that you would have coming in as a monster who would you have done oh who was missing well first i was gonna run through we had babe ruth as a goat while i'm doing this i'll try and think of who we're missing but uh uh babe ruth was a devilish looking goat we had uh vladimir as a uh, vladimir guerrero as a vampire which is perfect with vlad uh, Shohei Otani was actually a really cool card because it had the uh, head growing out the back of his neck, so he had two heads. So to go ahead with the uh, batting and pitching, and then Alonzo uh, was the polar bear, which actually that was the one I didn't like the most. That one looked like a kind of like a kid cartoon in a way. It wasn't that scary. Uh, yeah, I was uh, surprised too. Though. You're, you're like, all right, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That one, and then Aaron Judge was just all muscle. Like you could see his muscles, like and everything. Which I, I assume is just so that way the Yankees can save money on MRIs. They don't actually have to get them. They could see what's wrong with Judge just by looking at him. Uh, but, but nonetheless, okay. So who would I like to see as a monster? I, this, this is. Do you have one so you can save me some time? I'm trying to think who I would hmm. want. Hopping right in. Um, so obviously. I was a huge Kutch fan, and I felt like he, as a Pirates fan, he could have been right there, another Predator. Because when, when he was tearing it up in Pittsburgh, he had the long dreads. He would have been perfect for that Predator look. But also, there was an alien missing. I, I actually recently watched Alien vs. Predator, so I was like, I was like yeah, that would be, that'd be a cool card, those two going head-to-head. So I would go Andrew McCutcheon. I'd have him on there. Oh, and I... See, I'm going to piggyback. I love Andrew McCutcheon. He was a, I have Pirates jersey uh, with Andrew McCutcheon. I have the Philly jersey because, like, one of, when we first started our fantasy league, before you were in it, my first prospect that we ever, when we first started prospects, the first one I grabbed was Andrew McCutcheon. And uh, I had to keep him because I just was like, this guy's going to be a star. And, and he was for a while there. He was one of the best. So, yeah, no, that would be, he would be a great predator for sure. Um, just, um, I don't really, I could probably name a bunch of players that I like, but I don't have any monsters in particular. So, oh yeah, uh, that one just clicked for me. Cause like I said, it had been all about predator and also just, I've gotten Andrew McCutcheon. I can see my Andrew McCutcheon bobblehead from here. So, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to steal McCutcheon just the way, uh, Christian Yelich is trying to steal his name back from somebody on TikTok, And we'll get to that at number two. Why did two orders? Colonel, I should have yelled two. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and they be slow. Wow. Coming in at number two, we have Yelich versus Yelich. Uh, on TikTok, there's a little bit of battle. The real Christian Yelich is trying to battle the person who grabbed his name 
in 2019 before he was on TikTok. He's a little late to the party, I guess. Aren't we all? Are you on TikTok yet? Or? I am on TikTok. I will oh. not share my name. I am mainly on there to see what what it was all about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, I recently uh, made one for for work uh, about maybe two three months ago, and I as of today because I was researching him, so I'm like, you know what? It's time to grab the jargon. So Jimmy's jargon's on there, but I I have no videos. I just plan on being there. Yeah, you were you were but, just claiming that name, making sure. Oh no uh, yeah, was well, I mean, I'm really afraid of what happened here because uh, right now, uh, a high schooler, uh, her name's Adriana Wagner. Uh, she's a big Christian Yelich fan, so she grabbed Christian Yelich as her username for TikTok two years ago, and uh, now <laughs> it turns out so Christian Yelich jumped on there. He has a little bit of a different name. He's got the period in between Christian and Yelich, uh, but he posted a great video that was the uh, stepbrothers scene where John C. Riley and Will Ferrell are just standing and staring at each other in the yard, and uh, he edited it to have both handles there, so a little bit of fun there, and then it's gone back and forth. She responded. He responded by saying that, oh, well, if you're Christian Yelich, get ready for camp. You're going to have to go. I'll get you all set up, and then she responded again, so uh, a lot of fun between the two on TikTok. Uh, to me, I love to see this. Uh, Eric and I would always talk about on the show how baseball really needs to get the faces out there and interact. And I mean, this is it. This is this is what you need to do. And this made news, so it's really good to see uh, Christian Yelich out there doing this. Yeah, no, and and TikTok. I mean, I'm gonna sound old, but TikTok it's grabbing the attention of all the young kids, and to have your best players out there just doing it on their own because it's not like they're forced. I I, I'm not a huge fan of like, oh, Christian Yelich is going to take over the Brewers Twitter for the next 15 minutes. Like, well, no, that, that's that's more obligation than him actually enjoying himself, doing it for just the love of it. So I liked seeing it. And there is the debate. Who gets it now? Who gets to be the Yelich? Now, I'm, I'm hoping he lets her keep this and uh, she could just keep the super fan account going. Now, she's only been to one Brewers game in her life, and unfortunately, the day she went, Christian Yelich didn't play. So I'm hoping at least he gets her to a, a Brewers game that he plans on starting so she can see her, see him there, and maybe she can make a few TikToks while she's there. Oh, yeah, social media night, get her on the field, get her, get her, get her, her own Yelich jersey, just the handle on the back, and oh, it'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. The only thing left, they just have to go out and uh, go skiing with the mascot. And we love skiing mascots. Let's talk about that at number one. We got one! At number one this week, we have Dinger Goes Skiing. And if you have listened to any Jargon and Hubs in the past, you know I love Dinger. He's one of my favorite mascots. Uh, Just the ninth inning at Colorado when he's behind the plate just sitting there taunting other pitchers is one of the best scenes in baseball so dinger's the best and he's out there skiing which boggles my mind because i want i've so i've never skied this goes back to you know when i said hey i don't skydive because i don't want to get hurt why well, i haven't skied either because i just yeah seems like a risk i don't need to take but now i'm wondering is it easy to ski because dinger was out there as they say shredding the gnar which i did not know was a thing but apparently that's what you say when you're skiing but uh he was he was doing pretty well, so I'm wondering yeah, if I can no, do it. No, it's not easy. No, I, no. I, I eat it every time I go. I just eat it, and I eat it hard. <laughs> well, then how the heck was Dinger doing this? Now, I mean, he's got a little extra protection. He falls. I guess there's that little extra cushion, but still, he was out I, there looking I pretty good. There's a blooper reel that we didn't get to see. I, I oh. like, there was an old... Wait, uh, you mean the Atlanta Braves mascot blooper reel? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but a few years ago, I think it was the University of uh, Minnesota, their mascot was shooting a car commercial on ice Uh-oh. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I and just saw this recently. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't him. It was the polar bear that he was oh, with. That's I just right. saw. I just saw this the other. It was. I don't know why. It was old, but I, it came up on my timeline. I cracked up laughing. That polar bear. Kept, it was. A, I think it was a polar bear. It was a polar bear. Yeah, the gopher was fine on on ice, but the polar that, bear was the one. The sound effect of the gnat sound of that polar bear mascot smacking the ice on that very last scene was one of the funniest things. So if you're listening to this, just. Google car dealership, Minnesota, whatever. You'll, you should be able to find it pretty quick, pretty quickly. Uh, but going into other mascots, I, I wanted to say, what other mascots would you love to see go out and shred the gnar? Well, I, if I'm talking about who's going to be a success out there on the hill, I'm going with Mr. Met and the San Diego Chicken. Wait, Mr. Met? You think he's going to be good? I feel like he'd get halfway down the hill and something bad would happen. I mean, that's just Well, mess. I feel like the head's going to slow him down just enough. And his legs are, are still are still solid enough that he's gonna he's he's gonna he's gonna wind his way down the mountain down the slope. And also, if we're going away from baseball, iceberg the Pittsburgh Penguin. Naturally, he's just gonna, he's, he's just gonna ride his body just like I usually do after I crash on the hill, and I just like you can, yeah, I can slide about 10, 15 feet. He'll just go all the way down the mountain. So that's where I'm going on this one. So I, I went in a little bit of an opposite direction. I, I like I, I'm a Flyers fan. I love gritty. Who doesn't love gritty? I'd love to see him on the slopes, but more so, I'd love to see Yuppie. You know Yuppie from the Montreal Canadiens. That big mascot. That would just be the, one of the most hilarious things on skis heading down the hill. He's got an advantage though. He's Canadian. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, he's pretty. I, I feel like the the odd shape. Uh, he, he would end up falling over and start rolling down the hill, and it would be one of the funniest things you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. See, that, I was just looking for a success. Who could do it? <laughs> see, and, and I also looked – I want to I want to go competitive here. I mean, we're just seeing these mascots skating by themselves. I want the presidents from the Nationals. I want them to race down the hill. I want the sausages from the Brewers. I want the pierogies in Pittsburgh. I want them all racing. And then I want Randall Simon down at the bottom just to knock him over with a baseball bat. Well, in in the next couple of months, that might be all we have because, I mean, lockout still going on. We're <laughs> – struggling we're, we need we need something we're at the point of competitive mascot skiing on espn2 here we go let's go i'm all excited for that i'd one. watch it i'd throw some uh, money down <laughs> i mean i hope that's not what it comes to but i mean who knows we got talks starting tomorrow but i think that covers all our stumps for this week so let's speed on out like we used to do i feel the need the need for speed All right, we're going to speed on out like we used to, and we're going to start here. MLB meets on Monday, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. It could have been yesterday or the day before, but do we get a deal? Do we get a deal, Sam? Not on Monday, no. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I think it's important them meeting in, in New York in person to try to try to find that middle ground, but I think it's going to be a couple more weeks, unfortunately. How about you? Oh, I agree. Okay, so we're going to need to find something else to do, and so does Julio Rodriguez. He's he's looking for book recommendations. The Seattle Mariners, great prospect, once once on your team, I believe. I think you traded him. Uh, mm -hmm. He's looking for a book re recommendation. Do you have any good recommend recommendations for him? Uh, I mean, he's so young. I'm rereading Harry Potter right now. He can he can hop in with that. I mean, might be his first read through him. Discover that magic. He's magic on the field. Let's see. Yeah, let's see if he likes uh, Harry Potter. How about you? I'm gonna go shameless plug. I think he should try that. Uh, Matt, oh, that Mark Patrick guy. I hear he's uh, pretty good. Uh, I I don't know him personally, but I think he's got some pretty good novels out there. So go check him out. MarkPatrickNovels.com. 
Oh yeah, and, uh, and there was a there was a there was a web only exclusive chapter I think I read of. Uh, oh yeah, that's, the oh there you go. Yeah, yeah, how about that. Yeah, we uh, we offer free eBooks every now and then too. So I mean, come on, J Rod, get on that. You can get that. Uh, so he was uh, once in the uh, top 100 of Baseball America. They released their top 100 uh, for this year. Name the one player that you're most excited to see on that top 100 list. That I that I'm most excited to see graduate this year and come up and yes. play or yes. okay yes. To come up and play. I really think Bryson Stott's special. I saw him all year long in Reading while he was there. I think he is gonna be the difference maker for the Phillies. He's such a such a great guy, good head on his shoulder. I've met him a few times, so I'm excited to see Stott take that next level, especially after showing in the Arizona Fall League. Uh, I agree, 100% agree with that one. Uh, not to go to the Andrew McCutcheon route, I will not take that same one i'm gonna go another shortstop though uh bobby witt you know i love him a little bit for certain reasons i avoided him i I avoided him (laughs) because you knew i would love him this i've i mean this isn't just because he's on my fantasy team the stuff i've read about him just the way he looked i mean this guy this guy might be primed to be a really good star and i'm Mm -hmm. i'm just very giddy to see him and uh, i know they're prepping him for third base maybe so i mean this guy could break camp this year so uh now we need a camp to actually break so hopefully we get that yeah, well, and I'm I'm hearing that minor leagues are just gonna keep progressing as normal unless you're on the forty man. So these guys, some of them, some of these youngsters on this list will be getting in camp early and maybe a little bit of extra attention before the big guys come back. So we just need to figure out a way to do fantasy minor league baseball. There we go. Oh yeah, we got oh, it. Yeah. Oh. That is our niche. <laughs> there we go. That's exactly. Well, you've completed your first jargon and hubs. And now we're going to call it, I didn't even say at the beginning, we're going to call it jargon and subs now uh, because I got my subs here. So uh, you complete your first podcast. How do you feel? You excited? Oh, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. You keep it, you keep it moving. You keep us fresh. I, I had a good time. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing what kind of snubs we can get on the 1220 vote this week. Uh, hopefully we get some, we had really good topics last week. I was kind of worried at the beginning of the week because it's one of those things like, okay, we're coming back. Are we coming back on the right week? Uh, thank you for jumping on the top of your car, taking a selfie and going down with us in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Without that, we'd be up a, up a river ourselves. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's take our selfie and get on out of here. Thank you, Sam. I'm Jimmy. Uh, actually, go ahead and throw your Twitter handle out there for people to follow if you want. At Samuel Marsnick. You'll there get you some go. minor league baseball news and a lot of high school basketball news. <laughs> All right. You got Jimmy's jargon here. Well, you can catch our podcast on iTunes. Uh, I forget where else I throw it. I think it's on SoundCloud. We'll get it up there. It'll be on my Twitter. So we'll, we'll figure that all out for the next podcast. But thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.